Hey guys, welcome to Pod for One. I'm your host, Sabrina Ayub. You can follow Pod for One on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Just search for Pod for One. That's P O D F O R O N E. All right, guys, today is going to be a very special episode because we are in the midst of Mental Illness Awareness Week. Okay? It goes from October 7th to the 13th. Um, Hopefully you were aware of this uh, week, but if you were not, I'm glad to tell you. So this week is really, I mean, every day should be mental health awareness week, but this week is especially um, important um, for all of us mental health advocates out there. We're trying to rally, educate people, educate the public, fight the stigma of mental illness, and provide support to anyone suffering with mental illness. This Mental Illness Awareness Week started in 1990 by NAMI, NAMI, that's the National Alliance of Mental Illness, and it's the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization And they, you know, try to make better lives for millions of Americans that are affected by mental illness. A lot of people suffering from mental illnesses aren't even diagnosed with them because it's not an objective, you you don't get objective symptoms. Like, you know, if you go to the doctor and you have a sore throat, um, you have a stuffy nose, they can diagnose you with a cold, right? But if you have mental illness, you don't, I mean, you do get physical symptoms if you, you know, are depressed or have anxiety attacks. However, it's all subjective. Like a doctor's not going to be able to observe that unless you tell them. So if you are suffering from anything that you, you know, anything that you might question to be a mental illness issue, um just go see your general doctor and they can point you in the right direction to maybe a therapist or psychiatrist or something like that. They could, your, your general practitioner doctor could even prescribe you medications if you need them. Um, and it's, it's something that's being more and more talked about, which is great because in the past, a lot of people especially went undiagnosed because, maybe they didn't even know what they had. They didn't even know that anxiety is a condition. Um, Maybe they were ashamed of it and they didn't want to tell anyone. They didn't want anyone to know, not even their doctor. Um, I know it took me a long time before I told my doctor. Um, But if you are suffering, see a therapist, go to your doctor, get some help confide in some friends, okay? Because, you know, why Why is this Mental Illness Awareness Week important anyway? Well, one in five Americans are affected by mental health conditions. That's a fifth of our country. And right now, a fifth of our country is suffering from mental illnesses. That's probably more because they don't report it or they go undiagnosed. Um, 
So what we're trying to battle here above all is the stigma associated with mental illnesses. Um, some of the stigmas are that people are weaker for having these these conditions. Um, maybe they are shunned in some way. Maybe an employer thinks that they can't handle the job. Um, there are so many different issues that can come about because of mental stigma, mental health stigma. Um, and so I would suggest you to hashtag cure stigma because a lot of people are posting and really trying to get the word out there. And it's very important that we keep talking about this issue uh, because the worst thing to happen is to keep, you know, prolonging the stigma against people suffering with mental illnesses. Um, the perception of mental illness won't change unless we do something to change it. I have had people tell me that, you know, maybe they, they read someone else's social media posts and that I can't believe this person posted this. They should be ashamed. Like, why are they telling everyone that they have depression? And I was really appalled that um, I heard this coming from someone's mouth because I just assume that everyone's like me and I shouldn't assume that, but people don't know and they're ignorant. So spreading the word, curing the stigma is the only way that we can progress so that people can be more free about you know, coming forward and just being themselves and getting the help that they need. Um, there's no shame that should be associated with having a mental health issue. And I've felt shame in the past. Um, people have this stigma that if you go to a therapist, you're weak. Um, that's not the case. If you are going to a therapist, that means that you're trying to better yourself because you know that you're struggling with something. So I think that's actually a sign of strength. And 75% of mental health conditions begin at age 24. So this one, this statistic really hit home for me because I never suffered from anxiety. And I mean, I had a little bit of depression, but I really, the anxiety was a bigger issue in my life. And I didn't get my first symptoms until I was 23, 24. Um, and I was like, how can I have, how can I start getting anxiety attacks now? Like I've, I haven't ever experienced this in my life. Um, I felt like it was something that I would have known already if I, if I had, but that's not the case. Um, and it was really, eye-opening to see that 75% of mental health conditions begin at age 24. It really resonated with me. Um, and I wonder, you know, if the pressures of society, because 20, 24 is a pivotal age. You're going from, you know, 
if you went to college or going, you know, you're post-college and you're trying to figure out your life and maybe you're, you have a lot of bills to pay, you have student loans. Um, I'm pretty sure that could be the cause for a lot of people. Um, so we just need to rally together, create an environment free of shame, free of fear. We should not be silenced. Keep fighting, keep speaking, keep raising your voice because the stigma will stay unless we say something and do something about it. Because I do not stand for people um, having this harsh criticism towards mental illness and I really speak my mind when peop- when I hear someone having an incorrect and to me it's very it's an incorrect way of thought and it's a um it's very ignorant to think that way and there's a lot going on in our country um there's been a lot of you know sad things that are happening So now more than ever, we need to rally together and make our voices heard. Um, I know for me, you know, I still struggle, struggle with anxiety. I can remember the first anxiety attack I had. Um, I was teaching an economics class at Rutgers where I taught for almost three years and I just completely froze And I never experienced anything like that before. Um, If anyone's ever heard of the fight or flight response, what I was experiencing was a freeze. So there's actually three different states. There's fight, flight, and freeze. And I did not know about the freeze part. Um, But it's almost like being a deer in headlights. Um, You know, it could last for a couple of seconds. It could be minutes. It could be all different. It's a range of different things. Um, and from there, my anxiety like evolved to other things. I get very hot a lot of the time. Like I need to roll down a window. My mind races a mile a minute about nothing yet everything at all. Um, I feel out of breath sometimes. Sometimes I get dizzy. Um, even talking about it makes me a little on edge or anxious, but I can remember when I first got it, <laughs> my first anxiety attack. Um, so, and I've had many since then. <laughs> um, it's been like two and a half years now, so But, you know, some days are better, some days are worse. Today was not a very good day, I think, because I kept researching and reading about anxiety and I wrote for my blog. Um, So it was just a lot of anxiety talk today. And sometimes when I talk a lot about anxiety, it makes me anxious. (laughs) Um, So... That is my little rant for today. I urge everyone to fight the stigma 
Um, if you hear anyone talking negatively about mental illness, challenge them on their thoughts. You know, ask them why they think that. Um, and in one of my blog posts that I wrote a couple weeks ago, it was called Depression is a Smile. And, uh, it's basically about how individuals think that because someone is smiling that they can't possibly be depressed. Um, there may be someone's outgoing, friendly, funny, hilarious, whatever. Um, you could still be depressed and experience all of those emotions. Um, depression is, I've compared it to like a cloud that lingers over you. Sometimes it blocks the sun more than usual. Sometimes it lays off a little bit. Um, and everyone experiences it differently. I can't speak for everyone, but that's just my metaphor to try to explain it. And some, day, some days are better, some days are worse. Um, and I try not to compare my experience to anyone else's because that is irrelevant because the only thing that I have to compare it to, like a benchmark, is myself. Because everyone's normal is different. Everyone's normal state is different. Um, like some people can be peppy and happy and, you know, full of energy all the time. But I can't. I can't. So, um, it, everyone's starting point is different. And everyone's outward appearance does not necessarily reflect their inward experience, okay? Anywho, um, if you want to learn more about the National Association of Mental Illness or if you need support, it's free support um, 24-7, you can text N-A-M-I to 741741. So again, if you need some, if you, maybe you want some information, maybe you need some help, some support, it's free. Um, text NAMI, that's N-A-M-I to 741741. Thank you guys and please subscribe refer a friend. Please leave some reviews. Uh, we need to get some reviews up on, on uh, iTunes especially. All right, so thank you guys for listening.